0: you get 25% off your order. How can you beat that? So what are you waiting for? Get some steaks, burgers, bacon, or other meats and experience the certified Piedmontese difference for yourself today. And now, to my guest. Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm your host, Dan Hoppin'. And when people think of iconic Omaha restaurants, I feel like Block 16 is one of the first ones that pops to the front of their head And For most of its existence, Jess and Paul Urban, who are the owners, they're the chefs, they have just been running this place, keeping a tight ship, and they're still doing that. They're still very much involved, but in October of 2023, there was a little shift to the org chart, and they named sous chefs of the restaurant for the very first time. I have those two gentlemen here today because I just want to talk to them about how they got here, about food in general, about how awesome Block 16 is, so... Wyatt Casalka, Luke Stamer. Guys, welcome to the show. Hello, thank hello. You, man. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah. yeah, thank you. So for people who are listening, especially audio-wise, since we have two different voices here, I would love for you guys to introduce yourselves and maybe just say how long you've been working at Block 16.
1: Okay, cool. So I'll start. Yeah, Wyatt Casalka. Uh, I've been at Block 16 now for going on two years. Um, yeah, two strong years, we'll say that. Yeah, two busy years. Um, yeah, it's been a great ride, and... I brought Luke along with me uh, from the session room, and uh, yeah, so yeah. you can kind of...
2: Yeah, Luke uh I've been there a little under two years. I started maybe, what, three yeah. months after you? Yep, three, yeah. four months, so, up, something like that. Roughly the same time, but yeah, it's been good. It's been a busy, wild ride, but a really fun ride at the same mm-hmm. time. So looking forward to more.
0: I can't wait to hear more about it in this conversation. But first, I just have to ask you guys, because... I love you guys both have the Block 16 swag on right now. I've got a Block 16 sweatshirt and a t-shirt, and without fail, I think it's hilarious. Every time I wear it out, especially if I go to a restaurant, somebody will come up to and be like, do you work at Block 16? And it's like I'm a celebrity almost, and I'm like, no, I'm just some goober wearing their swag. I'm just a fanboy like you are. But you guys actually, you live that life, and I'm sure it's not as glamorous (laughs) as people might think it is, but just... Real high high level question. What is it like to work at Block Sixteen?
1: It's intense. It's intense. Yeah, Uh, every day is kind of different. Obviously, with specials being you know uh, daily um, and things like that. But then right, just the flow of the restaurant is just insane. I mean, you know it. You you know you see the line out the door before it opens, and then you know it's. Pretty much that way until we close. So um, yeah, yeah, slow season was kind of not a thing last year at all. So yeah, that that was something yeah. we kind of joke about on the line. That was, like, was that
0: different from years
1: past? From what I've heard, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we didn't really slow down last year. So yeah, things at the Orpheum, things at uh, CHI, you know, they keep us all busy. So it's
2: yeah, it's, it's uh good. I like to call it job security. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah absolutely. It's, but it's no, it's great. It's a great team it's a great environment it's a great place to work it's my favorite job personally that i've ever held uh like chef jess chef paul they're the best bosses i've ever had yeah because they they really care about their just about everything yeah just the
1: whole the whole thing the restaurant the reputation the kids you know growing individuals there you know they really care about like people's lives and making this a an actual you know, accessible thing instead of it, you know, everybody wants to be kind of a chef and, you know, but then when it comes into putting in the time and who's putting in the time, you know, that's when it gets a little sticky, but they do a great job of delegating all of those things. And, you know, with the reputation that they have and just the partners that they have in the community is just, you know, it really excels that restaurant to be kind of the top top tier, you know,
2: like the passion they have is contagious and it draws
1: the same kind of passion from anybody that, it's not just yeah it's not just cisco dropping off you know boxes it's like actual purveyors coming in and knowing our names too you know that it really makes a difference and it brings it full circle and you know makes it worth it so absolutely yeah Yeah. it's something that i really i really enjoy that aspect of the restaurant because that's that's something i've never found really anywhere else you know nor have i
2: short answer it's awesome yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) i love jess and paul so so what you guys just said it doesn't really come as a surprise to me like that tracks very much with the character that i know of of who they are but i i would love just like to hear like specific examples like when you say it's not like any restaurant i've ever worked at what are some of those differentiators Where you're just where you almost like you start working at block 16 and you see how things are done there and you're just like whoa this is different
1: all well, right it's yeah, a start i mean yeah when i first came in paul's doing dishes you know and it's just like you don't that, see that, 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 right. and that, it, like that just says it all right there but then yeah it's just he's he's in it and he's uh He's just the he's just the man that you can kind of count on when it comes to you know, getting getting a a question answered you know and uh, something figured out because if we don't know somebody will know you know what I mean? and like that's the the kind of like lax kind of like management style that really has, you know I would say propelled them to have great culinary cooks that come out of there you know what I mean because yeah. everybody's kind of starting you know I would, at a base I would almost level. say
2: like non judgmental versus lax, because, you know, oh, yeah, they're not going to make yeah, you lax, feel like yeah. like a, an idiot for asking a question, you know, yeah. like, so if we're there to cook good food, and if you have to ask a question in order to cook good food, that question is going to get answered, yeah and you're not going to feel silly for asking that. Yeah.
1: so Well, and then I would say the other connection is the front of house, too. They do a great job of, like, managing the front of house, and, you know, Tamara and, and Maddie out front, I mean, they're just some of the best Rock so, yeah, been, been doing it for forever. So yeah. Yeah. It really makes a difference to, uh, yeah. to have that on your crew too, you know, to mm-hmm. be able to sell specials and to do things like that, have confidence in what your product is. And yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a full circle. It, it works out.
2: Yeah. You know? I would say one thing I noticed initially, it was just how small the kitchen is and like the reputation of block 16 versus seeing the kind of, pulling back the curtain of the operation i was like how do they do this <laughs> it's yeah. insane but it's a testament to paul and jess ultimately of how they're able to do with the space that they have yeah. or that we have and it's sweet
1: yeah it's i always call it like the dance you know you guys ready to, you guys ready to go yeah I know, there's know, a, lot of, a yep. lot of side but, yep. and
2: a lot of yeah yep. you gotta but gotta it's fun around, it's part of the fun so. you know
1: it's, it's, well, and it brings you closer to you know it makes you be you have to work real close, yeah. so it's like yeah, the the crew that we have there now is just it's it's so Dude, rock solid, yeah. yeah, rock
2: solid, yeah. And couldn't do it without them,
1: not at all, not not one service. So, but Paul was just saying that that we've been running like three man line, three or four man line, and uh, he said yeah that that never happened before when we before we got there. So that's something that you know don't want to pat us on the back too yeah, much, but nice at the same time, yeah, yeah, but, it's, it, but yeah. you can see it's it's really cool to see everybody step up into the next role. You know, about just that. Or to want to yeah, step Yeah, right. Up even, Getting an know, opportunity so. and stepping into it, even when it's uneasy and it's, you know, it's kind of, it might be frustrating to work a new station or whatever. But after you're done, it's like, okay, now I can do it. You know, and it's, and it shows, shows everybody that, you know, you, you get an opportunity and you take it and and it, and it works out. And it's, uh that's kind of what this has been for me anyways. Yeah, I agree
2: 100%. Yeah, coming
1: here. And I worked with Paul and Jess a little bit before I'd done a charity event with them down at the hot shops down there a couple of years ago, and, uh, yeah, and that that was something that showed me, it's like, man, these are community people, you know, we're, we're trying to, to make a, a statement somehow, you know, being a restaurant, a small restaurant, but, you know, a great restaurant, nonetheless, so, yeah. it's been some, like, when I was in culinary school at Metro, uh, that's all you could ever talk about was Block 16, Block 16, right, so... Yeah, had my first date there with my girlfriend. Uh, Really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So that that that, that, that's cool. (laughs) But now yeah, and now 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 we're working there. So it's just it's just a cool ride, you know, and uh, happy to be a part of it. Especially
0: you mentioned that it's really cool to see people in the kitchen want to take a step forward or or take that next step forward, work on a different station. I mean, I think that's probably what Jess and Paul would say about you guys. I mean. I think they've put a lot of trust in you for people who haven't been at the restaurant for a super long amount of time. You know, two years is a good chunk of time, but it's not, you know, half a decade or anything like that. For sure. What is it about you two? I'm going to make you brag on yourselves a little bit here. (laughs) So maybe you can even say it about the other person to say it about each other. But what is it about you two that you think that they identified and they're like, I think we got something special in Wyatt and Luke here. We We can give them a little bit more responsibility.
2: Yeah, geez. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um. well, I would say I, I think we're two different people, which is a great thing. Uh, we're kind of a yin and a yang, but yet we're best friends too. So it's like you know we we get along. We have two different styles, um, but
2: but n- same goals. Yeah, and neither like our styles. Yeah,
1: standard same. The styles mesh because they're not. We don't step over each other, and like you know what I mean. Nobody's trying to be out anybody else, right? The egos aren't there. So right, we're just having a good time and. And it's contagious, like he says. Once you have yeah. a good time and you're and you're doing a great job, it's like people want to be a part of that. And like that's the coolest thing. to Yeah, see, it's kind of like, like the
2: the work hard, play hard kind of mindset of you know, let's get after it, but we can still have fun yeah, while we're getting yeah, after it. You know, yeah.
1: and and not be clowning around and yeah, like, making yeah. thirty minute tickets or anything like that. But yeah, we're we're still having a good time, and yeah, we're still friends after service. You know, it's not it's not all business all the time. Yeah, so we can. And we do. We have we have a lot of fun back there. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, singing and messing around. You know, and and I think I, that, I think that's part of it. It's just having just a chill kind of. Yeah, you know.
2: it's easy to get caught up when yeah. you know you're. Absolutely. Thirty tickets deep with a line down or, the block right, still, or and, you didn't you get know, an order. Yeah, you know, like there's and so many things that happen. It's in easy to get frustrated. It's easy yeah. to get mad, but as soon as that starts to show its face, All then right. quality goes downhill, morale goes downhill, so. I think we do a good job of trying to keep keep it light, but also keep it moving forward. Right.
1: Keeping it serious enough yeah. right to be successful. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, long answer, but that's... Uh, I love long answers. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a, that's a, that's pretty, pretty much what we do. I mean, again, we just have fun, and it's, uh, it's a good time. And, yeah, it's just uh, we got a job to do, and everybody kind of knows that. And, like, that's another cool part that, you know, we don't really have to do too much delegating right? It's it's really easy to switch from being somebody's friend to being a boss because they understand it. And we're we're not asking to do things that we wouldn't do or anything like that, you know? And if they don't know, then they can ask us and we can, you know, direct the traffic on that too. Yeah. So
2: I'll teach you how to fish. Yeah, and then, exa- yeah. yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. And it's not going to be perfect, to, you know, the first time, but again, it's about having the opportunity and kind of getting your feet wet and, and then wanting to take that a step further. So yeah. that that's I been think really cool.
2: A big part of it too is maintaining a level of mutual respect for between everyone in the restaurant, no matter like role or for title sure. or anything, just for sure. that in my opinion is huge in curating a positive work environment, especially in a restaurant. Cause like why I mentioned earlier, you do get a lot of egos in restaurants and a lot of times that's not conducive to longevity of having a successful, oh, yeah. well meshed crew. So,
1: well, definitely, yeah, definitely could get in the lot. way. Definitely could get in the way. Yeah. And, I, and I've seen that a few times, but for the most, like the majority of my career, though, I mean, you can kind of spot that. And then you just kind of, what What, what do you want to be? Like, what kind of example, you know, what do you like in your bosses? You know, and you kind of just take those things. And, yeah, be the change you want to yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, you there know. you go. And you move with those. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and it's worked out. And it's, I, I couldn't be, I couldn't ask for a better restaurant, honestly, to, to work at and be it, a part of. Yeah. I mean. Just the ideas that Paul and Jess have too about uh, about Block 16. Yeah, about I mean compost and you know their own greenhouse and you know I'm into I'm into the greenhouse thing and I know Luke's not not too much of a, a green thumb, but uh, yeah,
2: yeah, more of a shotgun.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but, he, <laughs> but he, that's the yin and the end yeah, that yeah, you guys yeah. are talking yep, about. Yep. Yeah, he still does farm work and then I, I do the plants. You know, yeah. so it's 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 a uh, yeah, it's a good dynamic. Yeah. And, Love the kids, you know the the family the they got two bright girls, you know they' they're, they're going to be they're a handful. so funny yeah they're, they're hilarious they're hilarious, yeah, yeah.
2: but they're great, and yeah. you know it's just another reflection of Paul and Jess and it is yeah, how great they are,
1: and, oh, yeah. and they're different too, right, and that's also cool to see because Jess is completely different than paul and in, in a lot of ways, but they're together all the time, you know, you don't ever really see them fight ever. Yeah you know yeah. at at the restaurant i mean at, i'm sure they do but you know that's not something I mean, we fight. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> not to equate our friendship yeah to yeah. Their marriage, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah but yeah they it's just good people man and you know paul's mom's always in there too it's it's, it's just a yeah like just a nice tight knit
2: they've been nice yeah. enough to invite me to break bread with them at their their table at home so it's just can't say enough good things yeah. about them and selfless the business that yeah. grew yeah and trusting us to, <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, to i love how i uh, asked products. you guys to talk
2: yourselves up and you, you ended up just talking about <laughs> jess and paul again for three minutes well <laughs> well it's like it's it's kind of we wouldn't be in this position without them i get it so, yeah, yeah. yeah. They really spot, tip right, the hat. yeah
1: and they kind of spotlight our you know our talents which is yeah. which is a good thing you know and that's something that they kind of let us just work you know and kind of let us just do our thing and yeah yeah, it's not not too hectic and you know a few hiccups here and there but
2: well yeah i mean
1: yeah you gotta get that but i mean busy 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 and we still figure it out so yeah
0: yeah you mentioned how you guys have moved used to be more of like a five or six people on the line now it's down to two or three and it's not because business is going down and that's important because that kitchen is small. And like you said, you're doing that dance. You don't want to be bumping into each other. So the more room that you have, the more calm that dance can be. What do you guys think was the key to being able to uh, just take a couple of bodies off that line and be able to still produce at the same volume efficiently, but do it with maybe a little bit calmer atmosphere and a few less bodies?
1: 100%. That, yeah, that's one of the things that I think Luke and I do extremely well, uh, when it comes to just like in this phase of the restaurant, right? Cause when I first started, uh, we had kind of an older crew, but then they all kind of ended up fizzling out and then it was kind of just me and all the younger people. So then it was like, okay, well, we got to get this figured out. And Paul was up on the line all the time and it, you could just see the stress of that put on the restaurant, you know, not being able to do the orders, not being right. So, uh, yeah, having having the ability to take a body off the line was a huge improvement, and I think that also incentivized people that weren't weren't on the line anymore to want to be on the line. So I think it turned a few of the people that were kind of hesitant, are like, "Oh, do I want to do prep or, you know, or, or would I rather be a part of this?" And now they want to be a part of this. So it's it's taken, it's taken a little bit of effort. I know I'm getting a little yeah. long winded on this.
2: Yeah, well, I'd I'd say like. The steps to get to the point that we're at now, just, I mean, there's a couple of tweaks here and there as far as maybe this station should pick up this item instead of that station, you know, like little fine tuning things. But I would say the biggest thing is not being hesitant to help somebody else out and not being, uh, I don't know, proud enough to accept help. Like that that, I would say is the biggest thing. And that's true that we've noticed a change in the crew of I'm not helping you out cause I don't think you can do it. Exactly. It's just, this is the best way to do it. Yep. So let me help you. And then they're like, okay, yeah. So next time you need help, I got you kind of thing. Right. So, and then
1: that thing goes all the way. So right now we kind of been doing a three with a floater, which is perfect. You know? So if we need help down to plate, right. Yeah. Then we have it there. But then if we're, if we're down on fried chicken or something like that, then you send them on down and then they're working together and they're having to work another station and, it's a, it's a pretty good...
2: Yeah, I would say just fostering system. that team attitude. Like, it's not a bunch of, uh, I don't know. Yeah, single station. trying to... It's not a to, yeah, It's a, it's yeah. a basketball yep. team. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. A sports though.
1: analogy. And, uh, yeah, you could, you could see the, the crew come together a little bit more on that. Uh, especially, you know, like when we're struggling or we're busy. Yeah, people want to hop in and help, you know. And, and, you know, you might get a little smart aleck r- remark you know here and there from somebody yeah, i that's think it'd like, be wow. weird if you did right? yeah right, <laughs> right, right it's a kitchen so yeah <laughs> yeah but it's all know. good fun yeah and again if everybody's throwing hands onto the product you know then it's it's a ends up being good so everybody knows everything that's, yeah that's a good thing that's right
0: so coming into this, I actually reached out to a former coworker of you guys, Nick Jobert. Oh, uh, of course. He's, he's been on this show before. He's working at Good Looking right now. I love that dude. Super awesome. And I was like, hey, you know, just w- what do you know about these guys? You got a chance to work with them. And he actually told me you guys all worked together at the Session Room, uh-huh. which is another restaurant previously. And he said, us three went through some real trials at the Session Room during <laughs> yeah. the beginning of COVID and the CWS and we banded together and really threw down during a really tough time and those dudes proved themselves back then. What w- give me some more depth on what he's talking about there. What trials did you guys go to go through and how do you think that bonded you together and made you closer?
2: Well, it was it was kind of on the tail end. I guess I mean, probably you could still say there's a labor shortage, but it was just impossible to find anybody to come to work and people that would come to work were not maybe the most quality people so it was it was a lot of one person doing multiple jobs like not as smooth as it could have been and that's just going to be stressful no matter what field you're in and especially being the session room right across from the ballpark during college world series like it gets insane so there's times where it's, it was just me Wyatt Joe Bear cooking for you know thousand people a night
1: yeah you got tickets oh on my the floor gosh. yeah yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah so
1: so yeah you f- you figure it out you find yourself pretty quick yeah you, go, you guys are going to be friends or not you know so yeah, yeah we, we, we did have to band together and uh yeah there, there was a few sticky situations there but you know that's just to be expected uh, at a restaurant but yeah i think we were all pretty young too uh, i was coming from the collins where they, they had shut down or yeah, and yeah i had, switched i had yeah. just moved back from maryland
2: uh, and Bear was actually the first person I talked to in the Omaha food scene, if you will, at, cause he was running the session room at the time. And a buddy of mine, uh, his older brother knew Joe Bear and told me that he was looking for people. So I went in there to apply for a job when I first came back to Omaha and started working there with Bear and was there for like two years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was there for a lot longer than I was. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, Joe Bear left, and then we kind of took over, and I didn't even know Luke before then. So, yeah, yeah. got a best friend out of the deal. Yeah, uh, I can't, yeah. I can't <laughs> hate that, right? So,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, Shout out to Joe Bear. Yeah. 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 A
1: He's a good page. dude. Okay, so yeah.
0: when, when you guys are talking about whether it's at the session room and there are so many tickets that there's tickets on the floor or at, you're at Block 16 and you know there's a line of – 30 people all waiting for their food that high stress environment with that pressure is probably going to do one or two things it's going to just crush everybody and cause the kitchen to collapse or it's going to be kind of like you guys have talked about where everybody kind of bands together and it's like we got to figure out a way to get this and at the end of the night it's like we did that together like and you're all closer what's the difference between those two scenarios and how do you achieve the second one as opposed to the first?
2: Uh, well, I would say patience. Like pacing. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, patience yeah, and pacing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just being, being able to maintain a cool head, even if you don't have one, like putting on the appearance of having a cool head. Because as soon as somebody starts to crack, that bleeds into everybody else. And Wyatt does a really great job of maintaining a pace and like just keeping communication open like like I know this is this kind of sucks right now, but we just we have to do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it well. Yep. So yeah, Wyatt well, does a great job of maintaining that pace and
1: well, it's just about communication. I think. I think as soon as you stop communicating, everybody just starts like mad working. You know, everybody's yeah, heads down. down. Right. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. heads down and nobody's working with each other. Then that's when you start to kind of fall apart. And then you call somebody another ticket that's heavy on their station. Then they then you can really see it on them. Like ah, you know. And then they really start to crack. And it's like okay. So then that's when we send our help. Right, and then that's when everybody. What do you need? That's what we always ask. What do you need? What do you need dropped? You know, do you need chicken drops? You know, because there's multiple things you got to do on each station. So yeah. just having somebody you only have two hands. Yeah, so just having somebody. More. Yeah, like seeing the the bird's eye and then communicating off of that is what I right. I see the whole rail start to finish, and like that's right. I'm in control of the flow. Right. Well, and if I if I if I get crazy distracted, right, then the tickets get crazy distracted. So, or if I get flustered, then right. The whole line gets a little flustered, but yeah. there's, there's certain things that we can do, like front of house talks to us too, and they say, you know, do you, you want us to slow it down, you know, talk a little more to the customers, this, that, the third. I was like, you know, talking about specials, counts, different things, you know, everything has to be communicated. Just and, talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it.
2: And it's crazy with the handwritten tickets too. That's yeah. A yeah. That.
1: That's, a, that's, a, that's one you got to get used to. But at the same time, front of house does a real good job of making a standard, because when we had a few different front of house people, they were writing just different things on the tickets. And it's like, oh, when well, we're busy, yeah. i got to be able to look. I don't have time you know, to be confused yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I would say just communication is really, really what sets that apart. And uh, just staying on top of it, you know, starting ahead, staying ahead. It's, I mean, you, you see the line out the door. So it's like, yeah, and then we get tickets before we even open. And uh, yeah, it's got, you know, go to the bathroom now we're gonna be turning and burning so. yeah
2: and also like being mentally prepared yeah for coming sure. into a shift like for okay, sure we're gonna we're gonna get rolled here but let's try to have fun while we're doing it yeah.
1: yeah and yeah knowing what to expect yeah it's busy it's gonna be busy so it's like right just 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 kind of have that already already going and right kind of keeps you keeps you moving
0: yeah so you guys seem like i mean i've only met you for the past like 30 minutes or so, but just from talking to you then, it just you just seem like very level-headed people that don't get too high or too low, and I think that that's a very good trait to have. But when you do get in the weeds and there are tickets just flying up on the counter and they're going up a lot faster than they're coming down, how do you slow yourself down so you don't crack like you mentioned?
1: Right? Uh, yeah, that would be starting to like create your pick, right? So know what, how long things take to cook. On each station and knowing what the the rails looking like for each station, so it, that's it's pretty simple. Yeah, uh, kind of
2: just compartmentalizing.
1: Yeah, you know, so
2: you and, just and, taking and it chunk by chunk. Like you can only do so much at one time, and absolutely, if you're trying to do absolutely. everything at and, once, and then, and then you got to
1: take you're special into drown. account as well. So if a special is crazy, a crazy big burrito or something, you know, that's going to take a whole person to, to kind of roll. So then, if you got a whole bunch of chicken on top of that or pickle witches, then yeah. You're going to need two hands down there. And, again, it's just staying level. And, yeah, when, when it gets crazy, I mean, it, it's always crazy. But, uh, yeah, we end up doing, I don't know, it depends, five, six tickets at a time, right, where you end up picking it out. and But then that's how you stay efficient, right, and stay on top of that 15, 20-minute mark constantly while you're still rolling through and still getting tickets in. So the big thing is to call the tickets right when they come in, right, so you can drop your proteins and do those things. Um, and be ahead on those. So when I recall it for the the actual pick, then everything's coming out together, and you know, on time. And, not fresh and yummy. Yep. And if it's not on time, then it's then they're communicating with me. whether I'm communicating to the front of house, right? As, as to what we're, you know, dragging on if it's chicken or whatever, and, and then giving them a, a time so they can talk to the customer. So again, this goes goes all the way down the line yeah. and then all the way back. So Another, it's a it's a good the other side of like
2: maintaining level-headedness is the personal aspect because i think well you and i definitely but the rest of the crew we've all worked together long enough at this point that we kind of see each other's tendencies of oh it's getting close oh, he's like, slipping, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so <laughs> yep. I just go over and be like you know fist bump like hey you're all right what do you need you know just keep your head yep. up we're almost there get through it like those little little even if it's just a you know you got yeah, those all kind the time. Those yeah. little Just things. walking down
1: the line, right, getting fries. Little things help back. a lot. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely.
0: But that's something that I think is really cool, and you guys have highlighted in this conversation. I think when most people think of the term chef, cook, you know, whatever it might be in, in a restaurant, they're thinking specifically about your ability to create food. But so much of what you guys have talked about is relationships. It's communication. It's not only having an awareness of my station and what I need to get done, but hey, is, is Luke okay right it, it he looks like he's you know he, he's having a rough time do I need to just go give him a fist bump how do how do you learn that part of it just knowing you know yeah. the the not cooking side of the job but the people side of it yeah, uh, yeah. I just, so just time really yeah, time, any,
1: experience yeah like, anymore I would just say it's just I I've I don't do very much cooking there I just I do a lot of facilitating but at the same time it... It makes so much of a difference to the rest of the you know, right, the success of the team. So it's like, right? I'm not necessarily, and I'll get I'll get crap from that, you know. Well, you don't even cook, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just stand there and yell at us, you know? And it's like, well, <laughs> somebody's got to do it, that, so yeah. 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 So, but yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's just I think just having the time with the crew that we've had, and, and again, Block 16 is, is great about keeping people. Uh, it's like you fit or you don't, right? And then it's really easy to see who's going to stick around. And we've had, I mean. How many people there have been there for over over a year? I mean, that's a lot. A the lot. majority. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So and again, I think everybody's having a good enough time, right? Everybody's it's a restaurant, but we're still we're yeah. still friendly and cordial. To yeah, I think it also helps like
2: from so. past jobs and yeah, for sure. experiences of knowing what not to do or like seeing what doesn't work, work. Or, in the
1: past. Or, or yeah, like, sh- and trying out, to do the opposite. But shouting out Coco too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, her, her being in the Jenny kitchen. Coco yeah, girl. her being yeah. in the kitchen. She's you awesome. know, yeah, it's a it's a different feeling. You know, it's just like somebody that knows what they're doing. Here, you know what I mean? And and just super cool with us. And yeah, we've worked yeah. a few events with her. She yeah, we love we love Coco. She's, she's like the
2: like opposite of arrogant too. Like oh she's yeah, she's really t- cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't
0: know who we're talking about, this is Jenny Coco. Yeah, she she Jennifer owned a Kugger. restaurant in Omaha called Jay Coco for well over a decade. It was an incredible restaurant. Yep. She's been nominated for a Beard Award. And she, after her restaurant closed, she came and worked at Block 16 for, I think it about a year, maybe Ooh, yep. even over a yep. year. Uh, yeah, just what lessons... I mean that that's such a unique opportunity to have someone with that much skill, that much talent, that much experience, come and work on the line, or you know, at least in the re- in the kitchen with you guys. What did you take away from her? What did you learn yeah. from her?
1: She she's just a she's just chill. She's just a a cool old. Old cat, you know, there's she gets it. <laughs> you're right. She's murder just good. She, yeah. <laughs> no, she's she's great. Um yeah, and but it it was very weird uh having her on the line and having to call her tickets. Yeah, right? it was, it like, was a little this, intimidating. This is, yeah, this is weird. First. This is this yeah. is kind of intense, but no, she handled it like a champ and you know, she uh yeah, she's just one of the boys on the line. Like yeah. it's it's a it's yeah, a fun I would say fun time.
2: The working with her, biggest lesson I took away is that you're, it's like it's okay to fill a role, like put your ego. Because she easily could have been like, "Who are you? Why are you talking to me?" Like I, I am Jay Coco, you know. But she never has ever had that sort of attitude, yeah. And that's really admirable in my opinion, too. She's but like, it's something yeah, I'd like, like a mom. to replicate. She's, you know, she's myself. like a kitchen
1: mom. Yeah, is is great. Yeah. It's great, and it's somebody that you want back there. That you know, she gets her job done. You know, she she can teach people and yeah, just yeah. be. She's hilarious. Yeah, so yeah just to be a great person on top of her. She's public. super so fun yeah. too. Yeah. She's, she's great yeah. to work with. I love Jay. Yeah. So yeah. And then working at events with her too. She uh she has a lot of connections and you know, she says a lot of good things about us too. So we can't we can't say enough good things about her. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. She's uh I wish I could have worked with her in in her restaurant. But, you know, but at the same time, we, we get our own unique experience here at Block 16. So. Yeah, I joke with her all the time. I yeah. was like, Jenny, would you have hired me at your restaurant? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, come on, yeah, come
0: on. <clears throat> hey there, listeners. We'll get back to my guest in a minute, but I got to remind you one more time about Certified Piedmontese. There are certain moments in your life that are so remarkable, you'll just never forget them. I distinctly remember the first time that I watched LeBron James play basketball and the first time I saw the original Star Wars. The sheer awe I had in those moments changed the way I look at basketball and movies, respectively, moving forward. The same goes to steak, thanks to Certified Piedmontese. The rib cap at Casa Bovina is so rich, decadent, and fork tender that it is seared into my brain. But you don't have to dine at Casa Bovina to have that same life-changing experience. This beef is so delicious, even the average home cook can look like a superstar using these steaks, roasts, and ground beef. Trust me, I know from experience. Check out all the options on certifiedpiedmontese.com and use my promo code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, for 25% off your order. It's time to start creating new beef-centric memories that'll stay with you forever. And now, back to my guest. Okay, so we've we've mentioned the specials a couple times, but I want to dive into that more because I think... That, that might be what Block 16 is best known for because you you just know every day at about 10 a.m., there's going to be a social media post that goes out. And there whatever that special is from the day, it could be something as simple as a Southwest patty melt to as whacked out as – I was looking at one recently. You guys ran a special with tacos where pork, sni- pork schnitzel was the oh, yeah, shell. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is was the that, most that Block Juan, 16 thing I've yeah, well, seen. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just imagine, even at a restaurant as busy and vibrant as Block 16, if you're cooking the same dishes every day, and you guys know that menu by heart now, for sure, there's got to be a monotony that comes with that to some point. Do the specials kind of inject some life Absolutely. into it? Absolutely.
1: Yeah? I, I think that was one of the things that, I really liked about Block 16 before I even I, I got there was just every single day. It's something new, but you still have the, the old hits, yeah. you know, so it's like you get you get the mix. You get everybody that is a regular and, you know, knows what they like because they've had it all. But then they come back for the specials and then they talk about, right, the people that haven't been there. They tell them what, you know, the, the oldies they should buy. So it's like it's, it's a really cool dynamic to see, you know, people coming in for the special or for just the, the food. Right. The, the regular menu food. So the, the specials themselves, I think, set uh, block 16 way apart from a lot of other places. And it's 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 hard. It takes a lot of hands. It takes a lot of a lot of heads to come together, too. Yeah, you know, a lot of to are planning. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and then if people are out of town and this and that. Right. It takes a lot of planning and a lot of prep work and everything like that, but it, it makes a difference. I think it does. And I think, yeah. I think it keeps people interested and keeps people coming back. And yeah, it does. It, makes, it really
2: does. It makes, you know, it freshens up every day, you know, yeah, every day yeah. is a little different. Yeah. You know? oh, so, yeah. You know, I'm doing deep fried burrata today. Like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and you know, and it gets our minds, you know, working too on the line. How are we going to set that up? You know, who's going to pick that up? So that's the communication starts immediately when we figure out what the special is for that day. So yeah, it, uh, it's important. Yeah, it's important instead of just being right that monotonous, right going through the motions uh you know kind of yeah. kind of job at, number two, large. Yeah, exactly, prizes, exactly. Yeah. And that we're just working one station and it'll always being the same thing, right? So, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of yeah. cool.
0: It's super cool. So, yeah. When is each day's special figured out? Is it is this planned weeks in advance, is it uh, a couple it of days, right. it, it, it could be the
1: morning like <laughs> what what are we talking? Uh I would say probably a week, week out. Okay. Uh, I see Paul's notebook. Yeah. He's, he's jotting ideas down and right. Him and Jess get together. Yeah, and,
2: those gears are always turning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and then he's always talking to the prep guys back there about, you know, their ideas. And that's why you see Nick and Juan, they got specials all the time because it's just like, yeah, right. They're all spinning their wheels back there. And it's, it. I mean, <laughs> some crazy specials that they come up with. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's a good, it's a good thing for everybody. You know, everybody gets to try something and. Do you have an idea, you know, Paul's always open, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, not having it on a ske- set schedule is kind of yeah, part little, of the fun, too, with yeah. the specials. It's yeah. like, oh, It used to be yeah, kind of stressful,
1: like, but then now anymore, it's just like coming in, it's just like, it, it's a, just a conversation I have with Paul. It's like, what what's the special today? Right? Let's talk about it. And, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It, it, it's cool. It's cool.
0: So. So what is that? I mean, what's that like for you guys? Because when you introduce a special, you also just – you have to kind of reimagine the line and how things are going to work for that day. And I'm sure you know some specials are going to hit a lot harder than others. Some is just like, oh, this is you know a pretty standard burger. And others, whether you've run it before, you're just like, oh, this is really cool. People are going to come out. And there could be a lot more touches that you have to have on a certain dish or this dish is going to involve the fryer a lot more than usual. Like how – How do you reconfigure the line or reconfigure the processes for the day based off of the special?
1: Well, luckily, right, so when we go in, we kind of set up just like for the regular day, right? So then once we start talking about the special, then we can start breaking it down. And, right, that really does make the difference in knowing where people need to be and – you know, okay, which person's on which station? What what their strengths are? You know, yeah. What what the special is on pickup and everything? The and, less changes yeah. we can
2: make, the better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and,
1: yeah, and having it be all in one instead of going over stations, right? Passing a burger to somebody yeah. and then passing it all the way back down the line, right? We to have yeah. right.
2: I feel like we keep saying this, Little but touches. it just it, it just comes down to communication. Just yeah. talking, like yep. you know, how do you feel about doing this? Well. Maybe we do it this way instead. Oh, okay, right. that's a great idea. All the way down, do like the there. garnish of the soup. Yeah. You know,
1: do you want to garnish it down there, or do you want me to do it down here? See, it doesn't matter as long as it gets done. You yeah. Know? So, yeah,
2: it's we're, done well. Yeah, <laughs> done well, of course. <laughs> of course. <yeah. laughs>
1: but, okay. Okay. Yeah. So.
0: Jess and Paul, they do a lot of coming up with the specials themselves, but like you mentioned, they take inspiration or maybe even whole ideas from other staff members. I know you guys right. have had, whether it's a full creation or it's an idea that is you know kind of evolved and become a special. You guys have had specials that have been run and made the menu. Do you remember the first special that each of you like?
1: Oh, I think we've only done a few, right? Because uh, we we haven't we haven't always got the luxury of uh, you know. Yeah. Kind of taking the time to yeah, formulate gets, our gets own. It's pretty spices. busy on the yeah. line. And
2: yeah, I, we're probably going to get chirped for this, but yeah, uh, yeah I, the one that only one that has been mine was during Burger Week. Uh, the Kesalca like, Burger,
1: right? Well, that was that, was, that, was mine. that was Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, he yeah, yeah. The, the Guinness Burger. Yeah, that, the, that thing was
2: the McClellan Patty Melon, which dirty was named dirty in, good. This is going to be cheesy, but named it after my my girlfriend.
1: Oh, uh,
2: <laughs> by intense demand. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was so uh, patty melt with, uh, like it originally was Guinness, but went with uh local brickway stout glazed onions instead with yeah. uh potato hash and
1: delicious stuff. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And then mine was, yeah, just the pierogi burger. So it's uh, it's a, like a deconstructed pierogi or a cabbage roll. Uh, I grew up Polish and my grandma was always making those and my dad, it's one of his favorite recipes. So it, uh, it, was something I, I you know had to come up with a burger special, so figured it'd be something kind of easy and have the cabbage a little different than the you know the the lettuce. So yeah, yeah it worked out.
2: Yeah, it was. And it's
1: fun, and you know when we can do those, it's it's always a a good time. But I felt I was a little a little stressed out a few of those days. You know what I mean? Because yeah, It's right. like oh gosh, yeah. I got to work the line, and I want this to be perfect. Yeah. So and I hope but, they like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope it sells and things like that. But yeah, you know it. Not every special is going to be a winner, but at the same time, it's like you gotta you gotta stick your neck out there a little bit and try it out. Yeah, see what works. Yeah, I remember
0: seeing the post from your burger, and like I I was reading through the components, and it was a caraway seasoned beef and pork burger patty, seared cabbage, fennel aioli, uh, heritage tomato sauce, Gruyere, and I'm kind of reading through all this, and I'm like, okay, you know, there's some different touches in there, but. It sounds pretty standard, and then the last part, cheese pierogi, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. there's the block yeah. sixteen, yeah. there's yeah. The, there's the yeah. wildness, <laughs> yep. but like, I, I just love that, like that's allowed at block sixteen. Like, if you, how many places in Omaha could you say, could you go to the head chef and be like, I want to put a pierogi, yeah. which it, it, for anyone who doesn't like a, it's a German dumpling essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I want to put that on a burger or a sandwich today. Most chefs would go
1: the heck are you yeah, talking yeah. about that's yeah, right. ridiculous
0: yeah. but here it's just like you know what let's let's, let's give that right? a shot and, and
1: the funny thing that was kind of an afterthought i ain't gonna lie that's really? a, yeah kind of an afterthought and then we was like you know we, we got to take it to that block 16 level uh-huh. i was like put it on put it on so yeah and we ended up doing it and it it worked out so yeah you, it's just little little tweaks like that that you make and you know people like it yeah so. it's,
2: it's fun for us to be able to have that freedom of yeah. There's really no restrictions on <laughs> yeah, any idea. Yeah. Like it might not come to fruition. Like some but some of the
1: things that Paul tells us, it's just like, no yeah. way. It's like That's all a, going in a burrito, a like, waffle yeah. cone,
2: stuff with mac and cheese. <laughs> We, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. we yes, always make a joke yeah. like, hey, <laughs> add an egg to it. Add yeah. an egg to it. You know? So yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to have that freedom available.
1: For sure, and then it's also cool to see everybody get to work the specials, you know. So everybody that you know might not like something, you know, a lamb kebab or something like that, and then they try it and it's like, wow, I actually do like this, you know. Like, it's changed a lot of people's like palates. I would th- I would say on on the line of just trying specials and trying different, you know.
2: I mean, Terry used to be vegan. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Used to be vegan on the line. No longer. Yeah, not <laughs> anymore. Now she's now she's trying the burger special. Yeah. So yeah, she's she's going after it,
0: but. Yeah, boxing scene has yeah. a couple vegetarian or vegan dishes, but I think it'd be pretty hard to maintain that lifestyle working there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there's of a lot temptation. Of, a lot of good meat coming A lot of, of good smells. Yeah, a lot of
0: temptations are on there. Yeah. But it's good. It's a good so thing. What what is it like for you guys, or I'm sure you've talked to other staff members? I mean and you, you talked about this a little bit, Wyatt, but like when you have that special and and you created it, or it even bears your name and you're seeing it. It's out on the menu. It's out on the sandwich board. It's out on social yeah, yeah. media. I mean, I have to imagine that that just like, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying about Jess and Paul earlier and how they make you feel good as individuals. Like that plays into that, that they're listening to you and they're being like, oh, no, we didn't just take this idea, but we're going we're gonna to put it out there and, and you get to like flesh out what you want to do. Oh. What is that feeling like? I mean, it, build,
1: it builds confidence, right? And, then, and like, that's that's so important for young cooks, you know, um, especially if we're in the roles of, you know, also kind of, you know, uh, what would you say, making people malleable or the malleable people around there. We're molding them into great chefs, you know. Yeah, I, teaching, think, yeah you know, I, I think that that's, that's something building that— them up.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is a confidence boost. It's It can be a little nerve-wracking <laughs> as well. Cause it's, yeah. If you're like, oh, man, if this doesn't sell, then, right, you know. Right. but. Uh,
1: but to to yeah, touch on the point about Paul and Jess's like um, kind of role in that. Absolutely, I think that that's something that is is crucial to saying yeah, we have confidence in our staff, right? To to be able to not only have this idea, but we're we're behind it, right? And we're selling it, and and you're gonna love it, right? And you know, and they have confidence in that. So, it's, yeah, I feel uh, like that's unfortunately rare in the industry as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean that. that that's putting their restaurant on the line, you know what I mean every day with a special, so but again, that's kind of been the the theme the 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 program anymore of just like yeah it's it gets a little wacky, it gets a little fun, it gets a little weird, but it's yeah yeah, that's so kind of yeah, it's kind of yeah. but that's 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 block sixteen, you know this it's kind of a I don't know. So it's important, yeah' that's for sure, yeah it's important to have confidence in your staff like that so
0: so when Uh, When Paul put out the social media post announcing that you guys had the title of sous chef now, he had a line in there that I thought was really interesting. He said, they, referring to you guys, of course, came to us when we needed them most and are now leading our line operations on a daily basis. The when we needed the most part that's that's what I'm interested in. Do you guys have any insight into that? Like what what was it about block sixteen at that time that that needed you guys, and how were you able to come in and provide that need?
2: Well, I can uh, probably answer? Yeah, this I, I would than say I. yeah.
1: So like right when I started, the the line was pretty pretty old. I would say they were, they've been there for a few years. You know, everybody everybody was kind of went through COVID and you know kind of burnt out in that sense um, and yeah and then I just kinda i kind of stuck with it, and then people started kind of kind of dropping off and you know going moving to different and
2: everything. Yeah. yeah
1: going to different places and everything, yeah just moving on and uh it was kind of like, yeah well, what are we gonna do now you know um and like Luke had touched on earlier yeah the the staffing issue is still an issue, you know um without a without a doubt um so yeah we we went through a few. You Know a few different people, um, but then really ever since, like, yeah, Luke Luke got on, Nick got on, uh, Juan, where everybody's kind of
2: it was almost like a full reset, yeah, as far as yeah, the
1: crew. and which, which you know, talking to Paul, it, not a bad thing, not you know, um, not what you always want to see, but um, yeah, it, it obviously is a good thing now, uh, so yeah, if you it, get some good people, you can get absolutely. some new life yeah, in there, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, and you can kind of switch things up. You know, have less people on the line, more people doing prep, better specials, right? And just a tighter crew, uh, more solid crew. Yeah. You know, just... Uh, just tweaking what was already, already yeah, working, it was well. working him, right? it Yeah, it was working for them, right. It was working for them and then just having, like, our, our talents kind of be able to shine and, you know, being able to run the line. I mean, yeah, getting that shot is is pretty big, you know. Uh, yeah, to... to you know, for them to have confidence in us to to take over those operations yeah. is is kind of big, and they and they lean on us. They do. They 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 trust in us, and and that's so good, so yeah. good. I mean, I don't even think about having another job, like for real. I, I've and being in the yeah. restaurant, you know, it's it's so, you know, the turnover so high. Um, working in restaurants, that yeah, you know, it's, it's it's nice just,
2: to have yeah. a little more stability yeah. at at a restaurant, and well, yeah, yeah if that restaurant is Block Sixteen, that's even yeah, better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: it's a good one to be a part of yeah so yeah
2: well i was just
0: one of my questions i wanted to ask you is what are you guys career aspirations but it sounds like you're not really allowing yourself to think well, yeah. too far into the or maybe you are and I, I don't know i guess i'll let you answer that what are your career aspirations
2: well i it's it's hard to say because it's it's kind of an unpredictable industry but i think if you know you do a good job and you surround yourself with good people, good things are going to come. So, for the time being, we're just rocking and rolling yeah. with the crew that we have. And,
1: oh, and like, yeah.
2: Down the Chef, road. I, yeah, I, Chef I, Paul and Chef Jess at the helm. Yeah. Um, I feel good about the future. Yeah. So, but yeah. I mean, you know, I've thought about food trucks or originally when I wanted, like, got into the industry, wanted to have a catering company eventually. But that's down the road. For sure.
1: Yeah, and I, I like you know plants and nursery stuff. So I want to, I kind of want to meld something like that. You know, like a greenhouse coffee shop, kind of like little, you know, sit down, little little spot, something like that. You know, just something nice and easy.
2: Or we just completely pivot, pivot yeah. and uh, get into DJing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <That'd> cool. <laughs> little dual DJ
0: business yeah. here. Get out of here. <laughs> um. Do you guys have a dream special that you'd like to see on the menu someday?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. There's a uh, there's one there. I there's a sandwich I make all the time. Oh, here we go. Let's yeah. speak it into existence. Oh, yeah. And, well, it's, the, the <laughs> name the, the name on it's not not finished yet, but uh, I call it the it, the white trash sando. Okay. <laughs> oh and, boy. Yeah, here we and go. It, it's it's just griddled uh, rye bread. Uh, you take some chicken thighs, you pull pull the meat off of them, and then you fry the skin, and then you take the skin, pickles, fries, mayonnaise, onions, on a sandwich. Done deal. And so,
0: so wait, you're not none of the chicken thigh is in there. It's just the skin. No, no, and the thigh meat. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so so you both. Pull the thigh are in meat, yep, okay, yep.
1: But two thighs, yeah, two, two thighs in <laughs> a sandwich. Only protein it's, here. Yeah, 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 it's
0: just, skin. yeah. Hey, No, we the, I, I wouldn't too. knock
1: that either, though. Yeah. But yeah, it's so a good
0: that, di- it's a good diet sandwich uh, right there.
1: It's a gut buster, but man. It's a it's a good one. And all the flavors go together in that. So it's just Yeah. So you'll probably see that on a on a special here pretty soon. Okay. Yeah,
2: so. I'd say it might probably be uh my uncle gave me a really good recipe for uh waterfowl jambalaya. So it's Ooh. like a medley of goose, duck, uh well different kinds of like snow geese, Canadian geese, uh mallard, pretty much whatever. Is in the yeah. freezer because my my family are big hunters. So and by, I am not able to hunt as much as I would like to, but I enjoy it as well. But pretty much slow and slow waterfowl jambalaya, it's really good. So Bangor. I would like to get that yeah. running at some point. Bangor. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, your your sounds good too. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you <laughs> you we're try. talking a little bit try. different yeah. ends of the spectrum yeah.
0: here, but yeah, I, I would try either one right now. All right, so I got two more questions for you guys as we get out of here that I like to ask just about everybody on the show. And sure. I'm I'm really interested to get your opinions on these. The first one is, is this. What is one thing about the restaurant industry that you think diners or just people who come into the restaurant don't understand, but you wish they did understand? Food takes
2: time to cook. <laughs> <I would say. laughs> Not actually, but it's... Just how demanding it actually is because on its face, if you had never worked in the industry before, it seems not as challenging. Like, you know, the the old saying is like, oh, what are you going to go do? Flip burgers like like it's like it's kind of equated as a burnout job. But in reality, if you're doing it well, it is so much more demanding Mm -hmm. than that. And I feel like a lot of people who haven't worked in the industry don't fully realize that. So no, just give us a break.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say I, I think there's a lot of people that don't realize how many, how many bodies it takes to run a restaurant like that. How many people are actually involved in the operations? You know, from purveyors to dishwashers. You know, how many people are actually, like, involved in a kitchen setting to make your burger, right? To to make your fries, right? I mean, to can make all that end special, right? Right. Too, right. Like that. And there, so it, there's a lot of volatility to that. You know, with it, there being so vulnerable with how many components go into that, you know, Uh, each day kind of is a different day. Right. And it's, that, that's the cool part about a restaurant, but yeah, it kind of makes you have to have a level head. Otherwise it gets like a roller coaster, you know? And, uh, but yeah, one of the things is I, I'm just amazed, like how many, how many hands are on at block 16, like all the time, you know, like actively doing work. So, yeah, it's everybody on the staff, everybody on the staff, every, everybody yeah. every day is, is, everybody is works, working everybody there. works yeah. hard. Yeah, it's good. It's a nice job. And it's all pace. for the same kind of goal. You yeah, know, we're just, we're here to do a job and do it well. And, you know, when then go home, Yeah, you know, and do Keep it again. Sleep. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys yeah.
0: do it very well. Uh, and Thanks. to get you out of here on a positive note, what is your favorite part about being a part of the restaurant industry?
1: The relationships, man. Yeah, yeah. the crew, the people. Apologize, just it's like the be. team. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be like the food's great. Everyone. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. like, yeah, there's so many connections and it's such a small world. You know, being at a block sixteen is just uh, such a great, great spot. You yeah, know?
2: it's the only restaurant I've worked at where everybody truly cares about each other. Yeah. and, like,
1: and then it's so re- gets so involved. respected yeah. out in the community too. You know, Go, like you said, going out and wearing the gear, people you see, can wear yeah, that yeah. with pride. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool to to see people like actually. Love it, you know, and and be proud to work there. It's a it's a breath of fresh air for me, at least. Yeah, but I yeah, agree, hundred percent. That's something that really makes it worth it. Yeah, and then, plus we got cool bosses too, so you know <laughs> that that helps. But yeah. yeah, it's fun working with my buddy. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: this is normally the spot in the podcast where I remind people, or I'm like, you got to get out to this restaurant. You got to try it. Give it a shot. I'm, I don't even need to do that here. Everyone <laughs> yeah, knows block. Know Everyone knows uh, block sixteen you know is we're awesome. We're yeah. yeah, but but this is just a reminder to go see you guys again. And I mean, there's going to be something new every single day. That's the crazy yeah. thing is there's always going to be that daily special. But I love this opportunity to kind of peel back the curtain and and get to know you guys better. Like this is seriously really cool to be able to kind of think through the processes of what look, what working on the line looks like. And, you know, like you said, it's not just flipping burgers. There's a ton of strategy and all kinds of components that go into making every dish. So, first of all, thank you so much for the hard work that you guys have put in in the last two years and kind of, like you said, kind of transforming and almost creating like a, you know, a, a different line at Block 16 and, and getting a new crew in there and everything. And thank you too for coming on the podcast today and taking some oh, yeah, time. Man. This
2: was a yeah. fascinating conversation. Yeah. yeah. This was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was a little nervous, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. lie. But Both no, this nervous. is great. So thank you for having us. And yeah. thanks for. Uh, yeah, if
1: you want us for, back, we'll be it. Yeah. All right. We'll do yeah. it again yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: Cool. Thanks, man. Omaha, yeah. as always, thanks
0: for eating with us.
1: Ahura Media Production.